0: Welcome to the Connected Insurance Podcast, presented by Agency Revolution. Listen to interviews with the most influential people in the insurance industry. Learn the most important strategies, tactics, trends, and challenges facing today's independent insurance agents and brokers. Subscribe today and get updates delivered right to your inbox. And now, without further delay, the Connected Insurance Podcast. Hello, everybody. This is Michael Jans, co-founder of Agency Revolution. Today, delighted simply to be your podcast host for the Connected Insurance Podcast presented by Agency Revolution, creators of Attract, a powerful marketing suite that enables you to spend less time on marketing and more time growing your business. Attract gives you the technology and the content you need to find your ideal prospect and to turn them into your best customer. If you haven't seen it lately, do yourself a big, big favor. Visit agencyrevolution.com and request a demo of their award-winning software today. And again, I want to welcome you to this episode of the Connected Insurance Podcast, where it's my job to connect with the people who are helping to change, reshape, and lead the industry into the future, and to discern and dissect the information you need to thrive in that future. That often means that we swing between the strategic trends and forces, to the practical and the tactical, the way that people are responding to those trends and forces. When we talk about the future, we often examine the trends and forces that are shaping the industry right now so that you can thrive in the next two or three years or more. And when we talk about the tactical, we often look at what's working right now, why it's working right now. And to look for ways you can apply this to grow now, to grow quickly and to grow more easily. So that's what we do here on the Connected Insurance Podcast. Today's guest is the brilliant Luis Pino. Uh, Luis is the CEO and founder of the Insure Tech Agent a former McKinsey analyst, uh, and later. Uh, cover Wallet's very first employee. And in this podcast, uh, well, this is what we address. Uh, in fact, I'll tell a, a short story. Uh, about a week ago, I had a conversation with Mike Becker, the CEO of PIA National, and he was uh, who I'll be interviewing in just a few short weeks. And he was talking about uh, their annual agent research. And one of their findings, as I recall, the number, I'm not too far off on the number, something like 80% of agents. Do not believe that you can develop trust using digital tools. Oh, my goodness. Um, and I, I understand that there's uh, confusion about it. I understand that um, without a clear roadmap, maybe it's uh, people just don't know how to do that. And for those of us who have, for so many years or maybe so many decades, have relied on uh, face-to-face contact to develop that trust, it's difficult perhaps to see how certain tools can aid, can assist, can support, can supplement, can complement uh, that face-to-face contact. Um, so we, we, in, to some extent, we really do address that as an issue, and I think you'll qu- very quickly discover Luis's perspective that, in fact, digital tools can support the necessary contact with the uh, customer that is required in the independent agency system or the agency system in general uh, by freeing you up at the appropriate time so that you can really focus on the human connection when it's most needed but also by um, well, with, the, with various uh, digital tools like artificial intelligence, identifying where advice and expertise in your book of business is most needed. So in this conversation, we talk about how to n- use new tech to support the agent's role as trusted advisor, simple ways that tech can free up an agent's time. And I don't mean like a minute here, a minute there. I mean significant changes in the way you use your time so you can focus more on what matters most. And the ways that modern tech can analyze your book of business, uncover hidden opportunities, uh, discover unseen threats. Like, for example, um, customers who are likely to churn um, and to uncover those and to present those to you in a useful way. So before I introduce you to the conversation with Louise, um, I will. Oh, I do have a very big announcement. (laughs) Uh, I'm making this as a preliminary announcement, but it is a big announcement. Uh, We have now surpassed 250,000 downloads in this podcast series. That happened during my conversation with Mark Peterson, which was the most recent podcast conversation that was published. If you haven't listened to it, very important conversation about how his agency has grown uh, in their niche by 30% per year for the past 4 years how they did it and what what the significant change was that allowed that to happen. If you haven't listened to that one it's a big one. Um and so uh that milestone 250,000 downloads has caused me to do some things uh like um rev- review and reflect on um, certainly on what I've learned from the privilege of having in-depth conversations with now over 225 thought leaders leaders CEOs people who are really who really are changing this industry um, and I've also um, transcribed what I uh, what I think were probably oh 10 11 12 of the most poignant interviews that I've had one ones where my guests really said something that was um, Timely, valuable, uh, poignant to the moment, and at some point in the fairly near future. So stay tuned. Uh, I, I will be publishing my reflections because I think uh, we can um, we can garner we can garner a great deal of wisdom from the guests that I've been lucky enough to be able to interview, and I do want to share that with you as quickly as I can. So stay tuned for that. Uh, and of course, I, I want you to stay tuned. So I want to, I'm going to suggest some things that you can do so that you and I, you you and I can be closer, and you don't miss out on the juicy, groovy stuff. Uh, first of all, if you're not already, please connect with me on LinkedIn, Michael Jans. Uh, follow Agency Revolution on LinkedIn. Um, as always, if we've been valuable to you, and you'd give us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform like iTunes. I'd be thrilled and honored. Um, if we haven't earned it, reach out to me and tell me what I can do. And um, if it would be valuable to you to, um, to hear uh, periodically, to hear from me with uh, insurance marketing insight, with uh, marketing tips and strategies, uh, with podcast updates and free resources, then subscribe to my free newsletter at, make a mental note of this, www.123tuesday.com because I call the newsletter 123 Tuesday. (laughs) We'll talk more about that later. So now uh, it is a great privilege to introduce you to this conversation with my friend Luis
1: Pino. Luis, thank you so much for joining us. How are you? Hey, Michael. Thanks for having me. Uh, Doing great today. Um, so
0: for, for listeners who don't know you, if you would, uh, tell us a little bit about your background, which is a so kind of a fascinating lead up to where you are right now.
1: Yeah. So a little bit, uh, a little bit about myself, um, originally from Spain, um, started working there, uh, in management consulting at McKinsey, did a bunch of work for insurance carriers. So started to see their, the, the pain points that, uh, that carriers have on the, on the, distribution side and then i i went to new york to join cover wallet as their as their first employee so sort of saw how that grew from nothing to being very successfully acquired by by Aon. so kudos there to to ignaki the ceo for giving me the the opportunity to see how how to build a successful venture within within the insurtech space um, and then i went off to start my mba at uh, berkeley and I was thinking, hey, what I wanna do is start a business. So I I dropped out and a little bit with the hypothesis of, hey, if setting up Cover Wallet makes so much sense, which is a digital agency, and there are thirty-six thousand five hundred insurance agencies out there in the US, why not help those thirty-six thousand five hundred agencies become more digital, become more efficient? Um, so that's a little bit the the genesis of the company, how we got started. Uh, we've always been very focused on the on the agent channel, enabling that all those all those people to be more tech driven, to be in in this century, and just to thrive. So, um,
0: in terms of of the trends and forces that you see shaping and reshaping this industry, the move towards um, Technology as a power tool—that uh, uh, seems to be one of the one of the forces that you think is compelling.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And we see it in we see it in various different levels, right? Uh, technology is 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 driving a lot of the transformation that's happening happening in the in the insurance in the insurance ecosystem. And um, what we see on the on the agency channel there is that carriers are developing new technology, such as, for example, port APIs, right, that allow you to send via API some data and then get get back a quote. Um, but the average agency is not large enough to have a tech team that's going to be able to tap into those. So there is where the value of a company like Agent Hero comes in because we help make the connection between all those agencies and the tech improvements that are at their service, we help them connect with, with, those, with those carriers. We've got a platform that helps them grow their business. And so what we do is bring all those agencies into the 21st century and make the best out of technology without having to um, develop that by themselves. Okay.
0: Um, so I, I want to ask a, a question. Um, about the distinction between um, the, the, the European insurance experience and what's happening in the United States if you've still got the connections there. Um, so here's the, here's the perspective. I uh, had a conversation yesterday with the um, editor of the InsurTech book, who's got a pretty global perspective on insurance and insurance technology and InsurTech And um, I think to some extent, she shares this uh, observation that I've heard before that um, Europe and Asia, uh, to some extent, um, might be uh, a little bit ahead of the curve in regards to the U.S., that uh, innovation or transformation is it's difficult in the U.S., probably because we get regulated in 50 different places. And so it just requires a lot of work to make it happen. Um, I'm curious. Do you think uh, that there are forces or things that are happening in in Europe that uh, foreshadow what may be happening um, down the road in the U.S.?
1: Yeah. So I mean, I think that that's 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 definitely a part of it, right? The the fact that uh, a lot of the times the U.S. gets looked as one market, but for many reasons. Uh, it's fifty different markets, right? So that's 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 definitely one. And then when you look at when you look at the distribution forces in in um, in, in in the different in the different markets um, in Europe in the in the PNC in the PNC space, um, there isn't such a strong presence of of brokers. So for the PNC insurance distribution channel. About sixty percent of premiums in the U.S. get distributed through brokers. That number in Europe, it's only twenty-four percent. Oh uh, no, kidding! Okay, so it's 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 uh, yeah, less less than half. So the the brokers are m- much. M- it's 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 a much smaller um, distribution force, and being a fragmented um, channel, it takes a little bit longer. To um, embark on that technology, the major difference there in terms of distribution is that there is a big uh, bank assurance channel in in Europe wow. that represents almost ten percent, and then the biggest one is um, tied agents and branches. So a lot of a lot of carriers are still sort of have their 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 tied uh, captive models, which is a model that we're seeing fading away in the US with big moves like nationwide going fully independent, um, and. Those channels are somewhat a little bit easier to uh, to to put to put through technology and uh, the the combination of how insurance is distributed in Europe versus in the U.S. with that difference in channel mix, coupled with the different regulations that lie within within the U.S., um, I, th- I think it's 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 uh, two of the forces that have that. That, that explain the differences uh, in, in, in in how uh, technology has advanced in, in both regions.
0: So when you look at the um, independent agency channel in the United States and look forward, let's say two or three years, how do you see it being different than what it is now?
1: Yeah, so a couple of trends that we're seeing there, right? Um, first, a very obvious one, um, consolidation. There's uh, there's a ton of MA going in this space. We've got very large clients that are highly acquisitive. With the with the current uh, situation of the capital markets, that there's just a lot of money being in, in circulation being printed. A lot of it <laughs> goes into goes into the well, you've you've got to deploy it deployed right. And um, purchasing agencies has proven to have highly profitable returns. Right. Plus, when you purchase an agency you can probably finance about 80-90% of it uh, with with debt. So you can really with with, with low capital allocation, you, you you can get you very far. And we're seeing um, we're seeing that some of the fastest growing fastest growing agencies, like for example, World Insurance Associates is is doing a phenomenal job. They're growing very, very fast, acquiring a lot of agencies. So we're actually seeing a slight decline in the number of agencies. Um, but that doesn't mean that the that the that the amount of premiums that they're distributing is actually decreasing it's actually increasing um, because these agencies are, are are larger right so that's number one the, the consolidation. and then uh, sort of a a, a sort of counterforce to that we're also seeing a lot of agencies being created left and right um, we're seeing uh, captive agents leave their leave their jobs to start up to start up independent, Right. Uh, we're seeing employees of independent agency that uh, decide to go solo. And then we're seeing uh, companies such as the one that is Nationwide that is going um, fully independent. So there are a lot of venues in which new agencies are being created. And then there are also a lot of venues in which existing agencies are being consolidated into larger agencies so um overall um super strong channel that controls the vast majority of distribution in the in the, in the pnc uh, side of things and um i mean it's 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 here to stay even though,
0: yeah. <laughs> even <laughs> okay. though
1: PNC, i don't share uh the, the views that they had—I think that it was about a decade ago, right?
0: Anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you and I, you and I, j- I, joked a little bit about the McKinsey report that came out a decade yeah, or so yeah. ago. That that seemed to kind of predict the demise of the of the channel. But that uh, I—I think you would say you're pretty bullish on the channel, and it yeah. uh, appears to be it appears to have a strong future. But I think there's a but uh that you might be placing in front of it. What, what do you think that is? What? What are your concerns about, well, not just the channel, but the individual agency who maybe can't keep up with these trends?
1: Yeah, so I think that, uh, and, 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 and that's a little bit the problem that we try to solve at, at AgenT, right? I think that um, agents do a phenomenal job in establishing their their relationships, being the trusted advisor within their, their community. So they, they do a really phenomenal job at putting that human touch into, into insurance. We believe in the combination of the of that trusted advisor of that human touch with technology. So what what um, what what I think that agents need to do is become more technological, right? We're seeing some agencies. So uh, there's a there's a rise, for example, in embedded insurance, um, and agents can take advantage of all those of all those trends by being more tech driven. So it's this very fragmented. Market that if it manages to be coupled with awesome technology, uh, then that's going to be an even stronger hold. So, um, how do we bring those all those all those all those agencies, some of which are still working with um, clunky paper and even fax machines, to the twenty <laughs> first century? And the fax machines sometimes it's because carriers require that to send in a fax for whatever reason. So uh and the, the the carriers have their have have their, their, their part in that uh
0: all right so um you're you're bullish on this channel um mm-hmm. but you do see that yeah i I think you're implying that um the the agency of the future uh, I, I don't think I don't think you've used the word tech-driven, but they need to be tech-savvy. They need to be tech capable.
1: Exactly. exactly. Uh, I, th- I, th- I think that's that's exactly it, right? Tech-driven, tech-enabled, tech-forward. Whatever, whatever, whatever we want to call it, they need to um, embrace technology so that instead of being agents, they can be super agents. Uh,
0: um, so I'm going to ask you to speak directly to a oh question, a, a, an objection that uh, that I think we hear from time to time in the marketplace, which is um, that, uh, or concern that technology will diminish the humanity that you talked about, the personal touch that you talked about.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, it, it, it can, but you can also play it in your favor to uh, put technology at the service of your agency to do more mundane tasks like data entry, like um, automating some of the workflows so that so that you as an agent can have more time to uh, dedicate to those human relationships, right? Um, so sometimes yes, technology can be a little bit dehumanizing, but you, you can also put it in, in to, to your favor and to expand the number of hours that you have to do human work versus to do uh, mundane. Back office tasks like oh, I need to generate this ID card. I need to enter this information of this lead that came through the website into the radar to get some quotes. There are some tasks there that um, agents do that can be automated, and that are not providing that 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 advice, that trust, that counsel to the to the insurers. and And those are the kind of tasks that we see are uh, more prone to being to being. Um, to being replaced by technology. The other part that where technology can enhance this, this, um, this, this human relationship is by giving agents additional insights. Um, so by using data uh, to figure out what each customer needs. So for example, if, if I'm an agent and um, I, I have a, a data source that's telling me that you, my customer, Owns three other properties. I don't have to do such a long discovery. I can go and, and figure out um, and and try to be a better counselor to that to that customer. I can then know if those properties, according to FEMA, are in a high flood risk zone. If that person's uh, in a in a in a stage of uh, his or her life or where might need life insurance. So there's also a lot of insights that can be generated. From data that technology can automate to enhance uh, that relationship that the that the customer has with its agent.
0: So, uh, so data can be revealed that's insightful that would uh, otherwise uh, either um, the agency would either never be aware of or would only be aware of in a like a discovery conversation. Exactly. Ah, okay. So and so like use so I want to I want to walk through that example so that it's perfectly clear. So let's say um let's say I'm your customer and uh, somehow in, in within your agency you become aware oh, M- Michael doesn't just own this, uh, you know, a small business and, you know, the home and vehicles, but gosh, he's got whatever, three rentals and et cetera. Now I may never have shared that with you because I had another agent or I had a previous relationship, but boom, you become aware of it because the data is available in the public sphere. Is hey, that? Am I
1: getting that right? That's, that's exactly. And once again, that's, uh, that's a lot of the value proposition that we bring to agents, right? And an individual agent is not gonna go and look at all the property ownership data uh, because that's quite cumbersome. So that's what we do for agents. And we generate a bunch of opportunities for them. Uh, we do all that property ownership. We look at which of your personal lines clients might own a business so that you can provide them with business insurance, which of their homes lie in in in, in flood zones. Um, you can also go a little bit deeper into the policies and start looking at, um, at coverages and figure out if the people have got the right... Limits and how to optimize those limits. If um, are all my coverage A's uh, matching the replacement cost of the of the homes that I'm insuring, right? Uh, so you can figure out replacement costs and match them to the to the to the to the coverages, um, and then you can also prevent churn. Figure out which customers are most likely to churn. Figure out um, and and automate all that. And the most the Main reasons to 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 turn it are price increases, right? So figure out which customers are going to have price increases, and help you prioritize which customers uh, you you should you should be talking to. Uh, okay,
0: okay. So uh, so I'm going to um, let me a- ask this question this way, and m- maybe I'm just asking you, what's your dream future roadmap for for your own company? But so imagine that you know we're here, you know whatever, in at imaginary point in the future. And the agency has, uh, through technologies, has access to um, data um, and perhaps artificial intelligence uh, that can um, analyze that data and package it and present it in a useful way. Um, Whenever that point is, and maybe, I mean, obviously we're already in it, but when it gets to the point where it's a little bit of a, you know, maybe it's a dream, what does that look like? What does that agency of the future look like?
1: Yeah, so uh, picking it off. Uh, let me go from near term and a little bit more tactical to okay. longer term and a little bit more strategic. So once you've generated all those opportunities for the agency, then then what? Then you have to pull them right. Um, so that's 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 where the that's where the carrier piece comes and the carrier connectivity. And that's something also that that we do right. We provide market access to. Uh, to carriers that are very tech forward, that have quote APIs, so that those opportunities can be programmatically um, programmatically quoted. And that's 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 the next piece in sort of the customer, uh, the policyholder journey. So generating insights, but you need to convert those insights into revenue. And the flow that goes there is let's quote, let's buy, let's figure out how to automate that um, that quote to buying process. And the way to do that is to develop carrier integrations and to make it also easy for the agents to contract with these, with these, with these, uh, with 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 these carriers. Um, so that's a little bit on the on the tactical level. Um, going a little bit, zooming out a little bit, um, we holistically look at everything that an agency does, right? So we've mapped out all the processes that happen internally uh in an agency generally these fall into two categories one is everything that goes from lead gen to policy bound so all the processes that um that are directly associated with the selling process of an agency and that um and that are directly related to generating revenue right so uh, all all the all the lead gen and their and their sources the the then the figuring out their needs, the quoting, and then the binding. And then there's a there's a second set of things that they do, which are sort of all their all their um, all their support functions. And for the support functions, there you see things like um, okay, I need to have all my carrier relationships. I need to have my HR in place. I need um, I need to have my IT and processes also in place. So all those sort of um, support functions. What we've done once we've mapped everything that an agency does is that slowly and one by one we are digitizing each one of those processes and incorporating it into our platform, so that eventually uh, we'll develop a sort of agency in a box where an agent would be able to uh, do everything within 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 our system. So that's 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 a little bit how we think about the future.
0: Okay. Uh, all right. So let's zero in uh, precisely on um, Agentero and, and how you're solving um, the problems that agencies face today and then who you're solving it for.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I think that I've already spoken a little bit to this, right? But um, helping them be more tech driven and then um, basically what we provide them is with two things. One a platform that helps them identify the needs of their customers and their prospects, and that helps them uh, quote and then automate the outreach to these agencies. Um, and then coupled with that, we provide them with market access so that um, they can okay. they can they can contract with all these carriers and sell uh, policies from. Uh, from, from multiple carriers with, 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 with ease.
0: Okay, so um, let, me, let me back up on this. So the first thing you mentioned was um, providing a platform to identify the needs of their customers. So I want to circle into that in a bit. Um, a few minutes ago, you'd mentioned lead gen. Uh, is your company involved in, lead, in solving the lead gen problem, or uh, is it more involved in optimizing the relationship with existing customers?
1: So, we are more involved in, in solving the, the existing uh, relationship, the relationship that, that already exists with, with customers. Um, however, we've started getting into, I, I wouldn't call it lead gen, I would call it more lead management. Um, because basically what we've developed okay. from a tech perspective is, uh, is our algorithms that given any person we're able to figure out their insurance needs. And basically most of the times the insurance needs depends on the underlying assets that that person owns and the, um, and, 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 and the kind of lifestyle that they lead. Right. Um, so we've already developed those algorithms for existing customers. What we've started doing is enabling agents to put their leads also onto our platform, uh, mainly via by, by Zapier integration. And once one of those leads that, for example, has been generated on the website hits our platform, we're able to enrich all that data and ah, tell the oh, agent okay. what that need, right. uh, what, what the insurance needs of, the, of that lead is.
0: It, it, is this when you refer to this platform um is it like a pipeline manager
1: yeah so it has a very crme look to it uh where opportunities are generated they're created in new you move them to contact it and a lot of those steps happen automatically um because uh, for example from new to quoted you can you can you can set up there some some automation rules but yeah it's it it, it does have a very CRM you feel to it
0: got it all right um so so i i think that that's uh the platform um that the agency uses now am i right that you uh, i think i've seen this on your site that agentero also has a mobile app
1: yeah so that part is a little bit more for the servicing so as you have a customer trying to reduce their a lot of the mundane tasks uh, around around the back office so it's a mobile app that's branded to the agent once again. Uh, since we already have all the all the customer data, uh, so we can put our algorithms to work. And how we get that customer data is largely through the agency management system, We're part of our Orange partners integrated with a bunch of other agency management systems. Uh, we've automated a lot of the a lot of the servicing tasks by giving the giving agencies and their policyholders uh, a mobile app which is used by the by the by the customer sort of where they can see what their agent is their their ID cards they can uh, request a quote they can start a claim they can make payments so it's uh, it's a very self-service tool it's basically putting the agents on par with with the big guys right um, geico has got a fantastic uh, mobile app so We've developed something comparable so that the agents can 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 be head to head against these against these against against these giants, and we help them. Um, we we help them on that on that journey. All
0: right. Can can the uh, insured can the policy holder see their um uh, insurance coverage through the mobile app?
1: yeah yeah insurance coverages we even auto generate id cards uh so it's very very
0: okay one one more question on insurance coverages um because i know that agent Tarot is acting as an aggregator for some carriers but um so let's say an agency uh, has a customer with um you know multiple policies and one of them is with a carrier that you you that they access through you and one not through you Cur- I'm just curious. Uh, in the mobile app, um, do they have access to all of it, or just that which flows through Tarot
1: now? They they have access to everything, right? And uh, and how we get uh-huh. that data eventually for carriers that are not an aggregator is to the agency management system. So um, the the if um, if 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 an agency has a client that's uh, with a carrier that's not with us. That carrier probably has an IOMS connection to the agency management system. That client probably lives in the, the MS. We import that data onto our onto our system, and that's how the agent has. Got it.
0: Okay. Okay. I understand. Uh now, so the other thing that uh, you had mentioned was market access itself. So talk to us about that.
1: Yeah, so um there the problem there that we're solving is first for carriers, right? Um there is there's a, it's, it's, it's a fragmented channel. So we, we go to carriers and basically tell them, Hey, we have over a thousand agencies on our network. You can manage them all through us. So, so essentially they're almost going to look like it's one individual agency and one individual agency, which is, which is tech driven, right? So they just have one contract with us and then we have all, 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 all our, all our, all our sub-producing contracts. So for, for. For carriers, there's a reduction in their operating expenses. There's also uh, a near zero uh, cost of acquisition of the agencies because we've already incurred that. So there's an additional value that we're providing to them. And then we, we help carriers and agents and policyholders find what we call win-win-win situations, which is where the um, carrier wins, the agency wins and policyholder wins essentially by selling uh, by selling a new policy, right? Every time that a policy, the right policy from our market access carriers, is sold to a uh, policy holder, there's is, there is a win there, right? Um, so with all those advantages, we're able to, um, to 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 negotiate improved commissions, and then for the agent or uh, sort of, hey, um, we can we can give you access to this pool of carriers. I'm gonna be on the constant look. To, um to add new new carriers to this and we're gonna be able to provide you with super high commissions for the most uh, same as uh, same as same as going direct and in addition to that I'm gonna give you a really awesome technology that's gonna help you grow your insurance agency so also for from an agency perspective it's almost like a, like a no-brainer like I'm getting the same and more. Um, so that's 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 a little bit the how how we position our our market access stuff. To,
0: so so our and, a relatively new agency could have access to multiple carriers without appointments. Am I right?
1: Well, with with, with an appointment through us, and we then manage all the appointments with the with the with, with the carriers. So so just so, the, so,
0: that, so so for, for newer agencies, it solves a big problem immediately.
1: Exactly, and they can yeah. be they can be up and running and can get started uh with us and then have uh, a very decent um, carrier panel which is also growing. And for existing agencies, uh, a lot of them don't yet have access to these to these uh to these carriers. A lot of where we started out with the intro techs. we are uh, um, we are in conversations with some of the more legacy carriers that we hope to add very soon. Um, but for for a for a more legacy agency, it adds an an ancillary venue with all this with all these tech forward carriers, and once they start to get into the hang of using them, they sell a lot, uh, and they're like, "Wow, uh, name an address to get a quote. This is fantastic. Uh, We're having been all my life." Um, so,
0: <laughs> right. Okay. Name name an address. Right.
1: That's 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 all that, that's needed. Sometimes that of birth, and then you've got a bindable quote. I I
0: remember having a 16-page application. So name and address yes, sounds pretty refreshing. <laughs>
1: um,
0: so, uh, Luis, I have one last question for you. If you uh, if you could uh, hop on my soapbox and deliver a one non-commercial message to the industry, like something that you think they need to pay attention to, that, you know, that the leadership of this industry, or you know, those who own, operate, run, manage
1: insurance agencies. What yeah. do you think? What do
0: you, What do you think is important for them to know right now?
1: Yeah, so I'm excited to see all the disruption that's going into the into the into the into the whole industry, right? I think that a larger pie benefits us all, and I think that the way to increase that pie is through technology. I think that um, agents, carriers, everybody going in the same direction, being more. Being more tech-driven and bringing this industry uh, to be forward-thinking, I think that that's um, that's that's something that's going to solve a lot of the a lot of the pain points, right? Insurance, insurance sometimes has got a a, a very bad reputation among among policyholders. A lot of people like are like, oh, insurance. When you actually think about it, it's a really cool social good that helps you through the ups and downs of. Um, of, of life. So my message would be, through technology, let's create beautiful customer experience that enlarges the pie of the whole industry and make it more beloved and worthy it, it deserves to be.
0: Uh, I'm taking notes on that one. That was uh, almost poetic. <laughs> uh, through technology, let's create a beautiful customer experience that enlarges the pie for everybody, more or less, is what you're saying.
1: Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh,
0: well said. If uh, listeners want to learn more about Agentero, um, how should they do that?
1: Agentero.com. Uh, you've got the, uh, a chat, a widget. You can reach out. You can sign up. Uh, we're, we're here to help. If you've got an insurance agency, we'd love to help you out. Reach out to us. Uh, we're, we're We're here to Make agents super agents.
0: <laughs> All right, very good, Louis. The, the,
1: the name, actually, the origin of Agent Hero, was actually a mix of agent and hero, so being like a superhero for the oh, for super agency general. channel. That's, that's, that, that's, the, that's, that's, that's where it came from. So, if you're looking for a hero in the in the, in the, in the tech space hit us up. would love to
0: help you like we're already I, I thought maybe it was a Spanish suffix. No, no, no,
1: no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Agent Hero, our agenttarot.com All right. Uh, Luis, it was a pleasure to be able to spend some time with you and uh, appreciate uh, you sharing your insights with us.
1: Awesome. Love being on the podcast uh, and thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to the Connected Insurance Podcast. If you found this episode informative, please share it with your peers and colleagues. Explore the connected insurance family of resources for insurance agents and brokers by visiting agencyrevolution.com and clicking media. Subscribe and get updates delivered right to your inbox.